The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. With Ron Russell and Deirdre Serego, co-host Deirdre Serego, and we are ready to have a great show and tell everybody about our fabulous weekend at Walt Disney World Resorts. Before I get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Uh, yes, indeed. We had a ball, a blast. It was something I've never seen in my life, and I've seen plenty of crap in my life. But anyway, we'll tell you all about it as soon as the master here lets me do it. I don't know when I'm about to start, but it's a roll. You know, it'll be a lot of stories, a lot of fun. And the stories are true. There's not one bit of, of exaggeration. Well, I'm not doing flowery conversations here. This is all going to be true, even the one about the hotel room bed. Whoa! Yeah, no bed bugs. What's up? And we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? Everyone out there in Jimmy Star World, what's going on with you? Everything is fantastic. And if you guys are in the chat room, we want to say hey to everybody in the chat room. And if you hit the ITV button at the top of your screen, you can actually uh, see us waving at you. I'm trying to get back online now. So hello, hello, and welcome, everybody. And I don't know who's in the chat room because I'm not in there right now, but everybody oh. in there, hello, hello. Go ahead, Ron. Well, I want to see if Nancy Lehman is in there. Nancy's my new friend, and if she's not in there, I'm not going to talk about it. So there, Nancy. Ha, 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 ha. I already have all her information written down. I know I have all her information <laughs> written down, and I'm not I'm not even going to mention her name again. If that bitch isn't in the chat room, she promised she would be. Well, anyway, they all say they not. would. You know, it's like all the women. Women promise a man everything, and then they give nothing. Mm. You know, they promise them a good time on the honeymoon night. They usually get that, I think. Well, they don't. They have to pretend that they never got it before, and that takes a lot of work. <laughs> so, you know, they have to do, oh, no, please, be gentle, be kind, be easy. Meanwhile, there the guy go. the guy has to nail a board to his ass, as they used to say, so he doesn't fall in. That was an old joke from an old guy. There you go. Here we are. Is Nancy Lehman in there? Nancy, know. are you there? I don't know. There's tons of people. I don't know who a lot Anyway, of Nancy Lehman's my new friend because she... Gave me so much wine to drink, delicious, delicious wine, bottles from all over the world. And I was interviewing her, and we had these little tiny, tiny little cups. And she kept pouring, and I kept pouring. Well, I got smashed just doing the interview. We had a good time. Anyway, her wine is good. I was going to talk about it. And if she's not in the chat room, she done lose. Anyway, we... I have to explain to you, I wrote on Facebook, for those of you who don't do my Facebook, I will tell you what the story is. About a year ago, one magical weekend's people contacted Jimmy, and they said that you have a great reach, you know, you have a million, zillion, trillion Twitters and tweeters and twatters and all that jazz, and we'd like you to sort of promote our benefit, or our, our, not benefit, but our 
program. So One magical weekend. Yeah. So of course I said to Jimmy, this could be a, a you know some kind of a porno thing or a degenerate kind of you know kidnap some fruits and take them to an island and make them slaves, sex slaves. I have about four friends that wanted to do that, by the way. When I mentioned it, they said, listen, they don't have to kidnap us. We'd be glad to go. But anyway, um, so I researched them. And I really did a big job with them to see if they were, you know, going to try to chisel us out of something or dirty our names. As it turns out, they were fabulous. They come up as the most honorable, reputable corporation, you know, in the country. George Bush should have been as clean as they are. Anyway, um, I did the shout outs and I was happy to do it for, for one magical weekend because it's a gay event and you know so much of the money goes in good places and we're the platinum sponsor of it yeah and, and you know and so I just said yeah fine we'll do it well they were so happy and so pleased with all the work that we did that they invited Jimmy and I to go down all expenses paid that's airfare hotel and all the tickets, entrance to all the parties all the tickets, and all the parks right. It was great. It was fantastic. We had a freaking awesome time, and we really enjoyed it. So, you know, I'm a little reluctant on beds and hotels, because as you all know, I don't do hotels. I haven't been in a hotel room since the bed box. This was awesome, you guys. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't awesome. It was tragic for me because I haven't been in a public bed since the bed bug scare of a couple of years ago, and I've really been neurotic about it. And you know, Jimmy doesn't want to drive over bridges. We have. They to... said you look great on the on the plane. Oh, on your thank pictures you. From That's the plane. I cut my hair different. No, no, on the plane. Oh, I'm, oh, I look like shit on the plane. I look like an old man with a big nose. I look like Mr. Magoo. I hate my nose. They're gonna have a nose job, make oh. it small. Anyway, um, now you threw me off where I was. Where was I? So the remember. bed. You haven't oh, been in a bed bugs. Uh, yeah, I have a bed bug phobia. And Jimmy has a phobia of going over bridges. Why do you have to tell everybody that? Because I like to tell everybody <laughs> everything. This way they get to know how neurotic we are and they'll feel sorry for us and they'll listen to us every week. So they'll say, let's tune into those two sickos. Anyway, uh, Jimmy has me roll up the windows in the car. When we go I can't bridges. stand Wait, going over let me, bridges. Let me just finish that statement. <laughs> because he's afraid he might fall out of the window and down into the ocean. No, I'm afraid the car's going to drive off the side and into the ocean. Well, why do we have to close the window? Because the wind blows through it and it makes the car move on its own. All right, so you see now, <laughs> I'm not the only... We went over that bridge in Tampa, like that big high bridge, and it has a sign that says, watch out, because like, the wind pushes the car around and stuff. And it was terrifying. I thought I was going to poop myself. I was well, so afraid anyway, of it. He, he really gets See, Cindy doesn't like bridges either. Well, every, everybody has an idiosyncrasy. That's what makes it. And yours is bed bugs. And mine is bugs of any kind. Crabs, bed bugs, ticks, any of those little shitty things that click onto you and, and crawl on your you. Blood. No, they're ugly. They're, I hate, first of all, I hate crabs. I don't understand how people could eat those disgusting things. They're cockroaches of the sea. When I go out with friends and they order crab legs and crabs. Oh, you know, that's not the only kind of crabs there are. There's also like the kind that like I, I said attach that your pubic hairs. I, I I said that, but I didn't want to get smutty <laughs> so early in the show. You know, I figured we'd give it a couple of minutes before we got profound. Anyway, so I said to Jimmy, it's time I grow up. After all, I'm 50 years old again. I've been 50 for several years, and I figured it's time that I get out there and do the thing that I'm supposed to do, which is go into a public bed. Because we're going to California, and you're going to well, have to well, do it again. No, no, no. We're staying at friends' houses as well as one hotel, but it's in Beverly Hills, and I'm sure that Beverly Hills doesn't have bed bugs. And if they do, they're all very chic. The plaza and, had bed bugs. Well, York. the Beverly Hills Hotel will have chic bed bugs, you know, Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll all say, darling, it's fabulous. Let me suck your blood. And as they jump on you. But anyway, so I checked the mattresses. I checked that room like Dick Tracy would. 
I didn't find a nest. I didn't find an egg. I didn't find a bed bug. I was happy with that. But now comes nighttime. I have to lie in a mattress that millions and trillions of people have laid on. Sweating, perspiring, urinating. The first night was rough. (laughs) I mean, well, God knows what has gone on on top of those mattresses over the years. That makes me nauseous. I don't like lying on uh, things I don't understand. So I had difficulty with that. So I was kind of like tight about it. Now, the room I thought was a wonderful room because I went into the shower and I said, Jimmy, look at this shower. There are no doors. I love this. Let's put it in our home. You just walk into this room and the water comes down and you wash and you walk out. Thought it was sensational. Then we get into bed and I'm lying there and I said, Jimmy, I think this is a handicap room. Because I remember when I was in the hospital, we had showers like that. Jimmy said, no, no, you're nuts. Shut up. Go to sleep. I said, no, I'm serious. I don't like this room. I've got very bad vibes about it. Plus, the shower was short. I didn't care about short. I mean, uh, the room was freaky. The room was scary. There was something wrong with that room. And I kept saying to Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm not comfortable here. You know me. I'm psychic. I feel vibes. I mean, Chip Coffee and I talked about it. Chip said I should go in his business. I wouldn't, of course. But I do. I get feelings. I know things. My grandmother did. You know, all the old Italians, they're like witches. Anyway, um, I fall asleep and Jimmy falls asleep. Well, some time around. Listen to this one. (laughs) About two o'clock in the morning, I wake Jimmy up. I say, Jimmy, my feet, someone has grabbed my feet. They're twisting my arches of my feet. Oh, my God, Jimmy, I'm in pain. I can't breathe. He said, shut up. You're dreaming. I said, I'm not dreaming. I'm awake. How can I be dreaming while I'm awake? He said, well, you dreamt it. I said, no, Jimmy, it's happening right now. There's somebody at the foot of the bed, and they're squeezing my feet and bending the arches of my feet. I swear to God, I wouldn't lie to you. You fuck. (laughs) shoes that I had to use that word because that's what I said because that's what he was he wasn't giving me the least bit of of caring or or any kind of sympathy or empathy and I said Jimmy please let's get out of this bed and go in the other bed so we got out of that we had two queen size beds and we went into the other bed and we fell asleep and you put your uh, and you put your horn on yeah I put my I have an Italian horn that I spun around the room to get rid of the evil spirit I think it was a 16 year old boy that was paralyzed in the legs and I think he passed away or it could have been somebody you know a man an AIDS victim or something that went to Disney and died in that room possibly in that bed because that's the feelings that I got while this was all happening and usually my feelings are right now Jimmy thinks I'm totally nuts so we're in the other bed so we're in the other bed now what happens Jim same thing happens. Well, it wasn't no, no, they you, blew the, you blew it. You don't know how to tell a story. So we're laying there. We're sound asleep. Jimmy wakes up screaming, somebody grab my feet. They're twisting my arches. No, my it feet. wasn't. My, it was my knee. It's my knee, my knee, my knee. And I said to him, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> and I turned over and went to sleep because the ghost wasn't getting me. It was getting Jimmy. So what do I care? It's like one ghost was in one bed and one ghost was in another bed. No, it was bed. the same one. He just went for you. He was grabbing you by the knees because your feet are so weird so at three o'clock in the morning feet. so at three o'clock in the morning i went down to find out if we could change rooms and they said that all the rooms were sold out but to come back at 7 a.m and they'll see if they could switch it around for us and so we i woke up again at seven we didn't really sleep anyway and went and, down and at seven o'clock really, and they were 
uh, we didn't tell him that there was ghosts in the room. We told him it was a handicap room and, and the shower was too short for us to stand under it. And so they found us another room immediately. And at 7.15, we moved into another room and the other room was fabulous. I'm going to tell Chip Coffee. You know, my friend Chip Coffee, the fabulous psychic who was on TV. Love Chip and he's great. I'm going to call Chip or, or email him and tell him to go to this hotel and I'd have the room number and for him to just sit there all night long and to get a pickup of what was going on. Now they, they're so lovely. The hotel was really gracious. They said, we're going to give you a beautiful suite of rooms. And they did in another part of the hotel overlooking the swimming pool with a balcony. I was so thankful. Now, it was real- a fabulous room. And we should tell everybody, too, because that was one of the hotel the, the hotel that sponsored the event. It's called the Bee Resort and Spa. It's a great hotel. I wasn't going to use their name because they may not like the ghost. Well, story. you have to tell them. I know, but we have to tell who's sponsored well, One Magical Weekend. Well, yeah, well, I mean, now they're going to have a fit because people won't go because it's haunted. Only that one room. Well, only that one room. The other room was delightful. Anyway, the sad thing about it was at 8 o'clock in the morning, the pool had a boom button. No, boom, 11. 11 o'clock started the boom, 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 boom. I said, what the hell is that? Don't they ever change that beat? That's the new club music. It's not like the old club music that I knew. It's this new weird crap that I despise. It's just the same rhythm goes boom, 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 over and over again for like two or three hours. And then they sort of squeeze some kind of junky music underneath it. I don't know. Anyway, there's thousands of people down at the pool, all standing there, and as the music went boom, 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 they're bouncing with the music. They don't dance. They bounce. They nod their head. They they twist their heads around like it's going to unscrew, and they just shake their wangs because they're all in jock sock kind of bathing suits. So cock socks. So the heads are bouncing with the with the wangs bouncing inside the bathing suit. So now you don't know where to look at the head or the wang. Well, either head you're going to look at something bouncing. Anyway. It Ron was, just doesn't like it, but but it was really uh, the music is the biggest DJs me. in the world. It was the biggest DJs in the world flown in from all over the world to to do this, and it's just dance music. And Ron doesn't isn't used to that kind of dance music, so it's not that it's bad music. It's just not stuff I'm that he's dancer. used to. I'm a dancer, trained dancer for years. When I was young, I'm a good dancer. I know how to dance. When I was at the clubs, I did not dance. I just did boom 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 boom. Basically, though. The one magical weekend, everybody, because we really did have a good time, and it was it is billed as the largest gay dance festival of the year. So basically, from eleven o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock the next morning, uh, there's dance music continuously, does not stop for twenty one hours, and then they take a no, three hour break. Two hours of music. No, it's it's twenty one hours at a time, and there's a yeah, three hour break every day. But it's a total of seventy two hours of music. Sixty three. No, seventy two. No, because there's nine hours that don't get no, played I know music. That, but, but they incorporated the, the last day after the red party. They ran the pool about four or five hours longer than no. That that, it was supposed to go until eight in the morning. I thought they just that's the cadavers extra. after hours. No, so it actually went. So basically, for 21 hours a day, you heard all these world famous DJs playing music, and and it didn't stop. And so and then there was literally people there the whole time. They would sleep for three hours a day, and that was it. It was awesome. There were no <laughs> lie, thousands of of gay people all over. Oh, don't forget, it wasn't in one place. They were in millions of places. But everybody, everything was gay, and there wasn't any beatings or crimes or thefts or, or anything. It was just a delightful, peace, peaceful, 
wonderful time. Uh, and I did enjoy the boom, 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 boom. I just didn't want to boom, 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 boom for 72 friggin' hours. I mean, like these guys do. Meanwhile, they're all skinny as rails, gorgeous, not an ounce of fat on them. And then I was watching them at breakfast, you know, because we would all go to breakfast together. And they would have strawberries and cream. What is this crap? They're dancing for 20 years and they're only eating strawberries? I was eating pancakes, eggs, everything I could find because I figured I was getting malnutrition from boom, 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 boom. No, so boom. let's go back because we're not, you're not like, anyway, no, I interrupted. Listen, the dancing was good. The hell with the dancing. The guys were gorgeous. But I got to tell you one thing when we went to Epcot and walked into that ballroom, I nearly dropped dead. But you're it going was, too fast. We should go day at a time and tell them what we did. We now? Well, you didn't day? talk about the first day. The first day we went to the pool and they had the DJs playing and then we boom, went to the water boom, park, boom, boom, which was like the funnest oh, thing ever. So listen park. to this, you guys. So the Loved first it. major party with like <laughs> they, they, they purchased all the, the space at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon big ass water park and there was six six thousand or ten thousand or something. I don't know, like six thousand gay people all in bathing suits with a DJ playing music and you had free reign of the entire water park. And wow. it was awesome. And so you should have seen it. So so it was. It had rained, and it was raining a little bit. And, and so it was kind of cold just because of the rain, not necessarily that it was so cold. And so Ron gets into the, to, to the big pool lagoon. The lagoon with the And the lagoon wave. has a huge wave, right? And so, so at the beginning, there weren't that many people in there. There was like 60 people in there, and Ron was one of them. I was just watching because I didn't want to get cold. I rode the wave. So he rode the wave, and at the end of the wave, he was standing there with no bathing suit because the wave knocked his bathing Chuck suit off, and everybody suit. was like laughing, and it was hilarious. We had such well, a good time. A couple of guys weren't laughing. They were throwing their phone numbers at me. <laughs> but, you know, I caused duck the phone numbers. But what I loved, because, you know, in my day, we had people like gay people called Screaming Queens. Today, you can't be a Screaming Queen anymore because everybody's so straight looking and acting in the gay world. All the guys are butch and they don't want to act like sissies. So everybody's like, you know, profiling and standing around showing their meat and they're wiggling their little wangs or their huge wangs, whatever the case may be, jiggling their gay buns. And I'm just watching them all. There's like 2,000 of them now in the lagoon. And suddenly the wave came. But when the wave hit those queens, they were screaming, oh, oh. It sounded like a den of girls. I mean, it was like camp girls screaming it was queens. It was so I much loved fun. it. I was crying from laughter. I was down on my knees and was drowned in the wave. It was so funny. All these butch guys out there, you know, with the tattoos and the macho muscles. Oh, oh, oh. It and was hilarious. Like women and laughing. Then when it was over, they were all laughing. Everybody had a great I loved time it. with it. Then I went down one of the tubes and I almost we had to, first of all, we had to find how to get to him because like it was a long walk and, and we had to walk all the way up high. It was a beautiful walk. So we went all the way up high and I thought this was going to be the best one, right? For us to go down. Uh, I didn't realize that it wasn't. And so we got in it and Well, I went in the tube. And I thought I was going to get choked to death because as I went down, the water and the whatever got my bathing suit, gathered it, and put it up the crack of my butt so tight that my family jewels were almost around my back, up my neck. <laughs> I mean, I picture that now. Strangulation by Wangola. Ain't fun. And when we got to the bottom, I had a mouthful of water because I nearly drowned because you're in the dark and you don't know what's hitting you. Despise, despise that ride. I don't advise anybody. It was a straight tube and it was totally pitch dark Hideous. and the water was up and you Hideous. couldn't see anything. 
And so we went on that one, and, and we got down to the bottom of it, and Ron's bathing suit was off again. It was hilarious. Yeah, well, you know, what can I tell you? And it wasn't a, a jock, it was a cocksock. It was a regular... No, it was, it was, a, George it was Armani. a nice... No, it was a, it was a Versace. Okay. It was a nice mint green Versace normal bathing suit. But it, I, So then from there, though, Ron wanted to go on one with a raft, so we went up and climbed up the mountain it. again and grabbed the raft that goes spinning around and around in all the different turns, and you sit on the raft, and that was awesome. And we went down this, the long stream. And then we went down the still pond stream where you just sit in it. Which takes you all around the amusement. It was a beautiful night. Chad, have you ever been to Typhoon Lagoon? I have not. But, uh, you like oh. it. It's a really fun. It was really, Ron, really fun. I, I would suggest it to everybody. Like, oh. it was so much fun. But if you go, make sure you have a jewel box to put under your bathing suit so you don't get killed. So oh. when we walked into Typhoon Lagoon, too, one of the uh, sponsors uh, of, of One Magical Weekend is Scruff. It's like a, it's a website to meet people. And they gave us these little red plastic containers with a string on them and you open them up and you can stick your wallet and keys and stuff in it and close it up and it's waterproof so your stuff doesn't get wet while you're at the pool so i thought that was really cool so we, we brought those home with us and we spent we stayed there till about midnight we were probably one of the first people leaving and because uh, we were like exhausted from all from dancing all day at the pool and taking pictures yeah. and everything with everybody on the day and then going to typhoon lagoon and running all around and, and meeting all kinds of cool people um, so we were probably one of the first people to go back, and then we got back to the hotel, and the party that was there that ends at 2 was getting ready to end, and the next party was getting ready to start, the Cadabra after so hours from I, 2 I to did, 8. I did a couple of, you know, like maybe a half an hour dancing at the, the pool, and one of the guys came over, and he said, wow, he said, you're really good for an old guy. I said, well, you've never been in bed with me. So he left. He said, I mean, you're dancing. I said, oh, I thought you meant the other. You got to be smart. You know, you got to have the answers for these little fucks. Oh, excuse me. That's two. I'm in trouble. We could we could edit them out. <laughs> anyway, you know, a lot of these guys are wise guys because you're old. They want to like, you know, be ageists and make a crack. But that's not true. I had, Jimmy's going to get mad. I had about three guys hit on me. And I'm 137 years old. You know, I'm as old as dirt. And these were young, cute guys, not hustlers either. They look like normal guys. And they were hitting on the old guy. And I thought, gee, that's pretty nice. There were several older people there, there and it was fun. There was a lot people, of older. But they're cool older But cool people. older people like you. And Thank the young you. people were cool. And I would imagine that, you know, there was a few snotty, really good looking guys, but for well, the most one, part one. But for the most part, ninety nine percent of them were awesome. They were so much fun. Everybody was there just to have a good time. And enjoy themselves and dance to the music and just enjoy themselves and be free and enjoy. Them. It was just fabulous. You know, I don't like to get nasty to anyone ever. And when I do, it's rare. And when I do, it's good. I was walking around asking all the good looking guys if I could take a picture of them. And I gave them my card. And I said, I'm Ron Russell and I'm covering the one magical weekend. And we'd like the, our viewers to see how handsome some of the boys are. Can I take your picture? And he turned around and he looked at me. He said, oh, that's a new line. And I looked at him, I said, listen, you piece of, mm -hmm -hmm. I said, not on a bet, not if you paid me. I said, look at you, you're skinny, you have no ass, your, point, your chin is too pointy, you had to grow a beard, and you're losing that, your hair in the back. I said, come to think of it, I wouldn't even photograph you. And I turned around and walked away. And he just stood there like totally in shock that I would speak this way to this young, who, who the hell he thought he was. He thought I was trying to bag him. I mean, I wouldn't bag that creep if he was on the last guy in the world. But, okay, but be realistic because I want to make sure people no, get the No, I go back all. to women first. But make sure I want people to know you had like one or two bad experiences out of like 200,000 people. Well, I, I tell it like <laughs> it is. I don't lie. I mean, that's look, the day I lie, I'm out of this show. 
I know, but how many? There's two hundred thousand well, people there, and well, you had yeah, two bad but experiences. But I'm not going to only talk about the good stuff and say how everybody was telling me how great I look for being two thousand five hundred years old. Most of them did. I tell mean, you I that. told them my real age, fifty, again and again and again, and they kept saying, "My God, you don't look it. You look about forty-five. There were lovely people there. There was one guy that when I stumbled because I have a torn meniscus now from all the boom, 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 <laughs> now it's like shredded, you know, ripped to pieces. And I stumbled, and this guy grabbed, gorgeous, too. You had to see him, had muscles, handsome, big, tall thing. And he grabbed me, and he said, are you all right? And I said, well, now I am. See, I flirt back, Jimmy. You don't know that. And he smiled, and he laughed. He said, are you okay? Do you need any more help? I said, possibly, to my room. No, you no, didn't. No, I didn't say that. Don't be a pig. Everybody <laughs> well, I'm not being a, like pig. a pig. I'm like being cute-ass. Anyway... <laughs> That, that was the, the, the dancing part of it. Now, the other part of it was um, Disney. I've been there so many times, and I've got to tell you, it, it sort of was old hat for me to see the, 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 the mansion. Now, let me describe Jimmy. Jimmy has on sneakers. Wait, this is the next wait, day. Wait, this wait. is the second day, though. Hold okay. on. Let's take a break well, for a second and come back. What are we doing? The biography? I'm no. Well, it's fun. I know. Let's ta- hold on. Let's take a little bit of a break so people can get tired of hearing our voices we're so much. We're making a movie. So here's what we're going to do. Chad, we're going to take a music break, you guys. We're going to come back and tell you about day two of our fabulous one day, one magical weekend event. And uh, this is a, a, a cool video. It's all about like, like everybody should love each other. It's called I Can't Breathe by Christopher Giles. And uh, it's super awesome, and it's for straight people, gay people, every people, and I think you guys are going to love it. And here it goes. You ready, Chad? Roll it. All right. Where'd it go?
everybody. That's Chris Giles. Uh, Chad, does that sound better? That sounds a little better. Okay. So that's Chris Giles, everybody. The name uh, of the song. And that's music I love. I Can't Breathe. It's great music. And uh, since we weren't in the chat room before, let's give a quick shout out to uh, everybody in the chat room. Cindy Lady Lake. Uh, Irish Ginger Official, Jane Yates, the fabulous author, Douglas Coleman from The Douglas Coleman Show on W4CY, Tuesdays at 3 p.m., Daddy Muir, whose show is Thursdays on W4CY at 2 p.m., uh, Bobby Moss from The Boss Brothers, Bertha is a Star, that's Tristan from Australia, Jimmy from The Aquarius View, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of people, I don't know who you are, and we want to thank everybody, though, who is in the chat room. And is Nancy in the chat room? I don't know. Nancy Lehman. Lehman. I don't know. She better be. Either way. Either way, so before we tell you about day is two. Is Chinzy there? No. Oh, Chinzy, you're missing a good show, honey. So, um, uh, also, though, you guys, so before we talk about Saturday, um, we went to, to part, of the, part of the whole entertainment at the Bee Resort and Spa was a gay business expo. We met some really, really cool people. We actually met cool people throughout the whole weekend. Uh, a few of the people, though, really stood out to me, and so I just want to give some shout-outs to a couple of them. Um, the first one that I want to give a shout-out to, and she's really cool. Her name is Linda Bocklin, uh, B-O-K-L-A-N-D, and she's a realtor with Exit Realty in Central Florida and Orlando. And the fact that she's not a, she's a realtor wasn't like the, the super coolest thing ever. It's but, the fact that they support gay people. That's why we shout-out. No, she's a lesbian. Oh, she's no, a no, lesbian. This, is, this is the one I was telling you about. I almost cried talking to her. So she has two really cool things that she does to help Why get, did you almost cry talking to her? Because I'm going to tell you. You're not listening. I am listening, but you're so goddamn I'm slow. Get to the I'm point. Not, so I'm not Jesus, slow. Jesus, Jimmy. First of all, she's a realtor. slow in everything he does, she's and a, I mean everything. She's, she's a realtor, and she has a company called Homes with a Heart. And basically... Um, Homos with a Heart? Homes with a Heart. Don't make jokes, because this is serious stuff. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Stuff. Oh, my God. Homes Excuse with me. a Heart. <laughs> and you can follow them on Twitter. It's at HomesHeartFL. And basically what they do is it's a group of realtors and title insurance people and, and all the different people who are involved with selling houses that donate 10% of their agent's net commission to a charitable organization of your choice if you're selling like your house um, to give back to the community. And I think that's like a really th cool thing that they do. That's not a sad thing. That's a happy oh, it's thing. A happy, no, the other parts are No, they're all happy, but I mean, it's a serious so thing. It's part? not serious. Oh, okay. So then, so anyway, so check it out, you guys. Follow them on Twitter, HomesHeartFL, and it's Homes with a Heart. The other thing she's involved with is SassyHead.com. Uh, her, her significant other or wife, uh, like a year and a half or two years ago, was um, they were living in Australia and diagnosed with breast cancer, and she came back to get it taken care of. And uh, thank goodness that everything came out okay. But they started like a that's a happy story. Well, I'm not finished. Would you let me talk? Oh I let you talk. Yeah, I know, but you're not getting to the point. <laughs> huh? I'm fall so it's asleep. called sassyhead.com. I'm going to sleep. It's called sassyhead.com. Yeah, sassyhead. I like sassyhead. And it's designed. It's designed. I like any kind of head. It's designed for cancer survivors by a cancer survivor, and basically, it's for people who don't want to have to wear wigs. They make um, like different kinds of rhinestone, like tattoos and different kinds of things. Tattoos made out of rhinestones and stuff that you can put on your head, and you wear those instead of wearing a wig. What's wrong and what with they, wigs? Huh? I've been wearing wigs for years when I, I perform. I know, but everybody doesn't want to wear a wig, and. And uh, just go with it for once. I mean, would you? If I like interrupted you every time, like you would have a heart you attack. You do. You do. That's why I'm getting even no, now. This is a, this is an important thing. They go to hospitals with, and, and give I these to seven year old thing. seven year old little yes. girls dying of cancer, and they like that's put a these wonderful things. It's thing. A great thing. That is a wonderful so thing. So it's self adhesive head and body art. It's called Sassy Head, um, and, and it's really really cool. And you can go to sassyhead.com. 
and look at all the different designers. It's a nonprofit organization just to help people with cancer, and it's a really great thing. And and I just want to give props to her because I think it's when you like talk to her and heard the whole story about how it all goes, and she shows you pictures of the little kids. Chad told me I'm too close. Little kids with uh, you know cancer wearing the wearing the I think tattoos. It's tragic. It was. It was the, the most heart-wrenching story ever. So I want everybody to check it out and go to sassyhead.com. There. Good. Now bring it us bring something fun in because I'm going to have a hard time getting the show back up to laughing. That, that is laughing. You just brought it down to serious stuff. I, it is, and you it yell is, at me for doing once that. Once in a while you have to Sometimes have Sometimes I do a subject matter when you go, no, no, I don't do that. No, 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 no. I know, this is different though. This is for our community. I agree with you. Anything that helps people ha make to make them happy is a wonderful thing, no matter what it is you do. There you go. As long as you make ha bring happiness to someone, that's what humanity's all about. Okay, so then you can go back to so then another person that we liked a lot who gave us free underwear was Cisco from yocisco.com. <laughs> and uh, you guys can check it out. It's a really sexy underwear. It's y o c i s c o.com, founded by a cool young guy named Cisco, and they were all like they gave us free underwear and they were all like loved Ron. They loved Ron and and uh, and you can tell them any stories you want about that. I don't know what you want to well, tell them. Well, there's really no <laughs> stories to tell except if you're a gay man, I can tell you stories you'll appreciate. But if you're a woman or you're straight, these stories are not going to mean a damn thing. You know, gay men check out other men like straight men check think, out women. They look for camel yeah, but women toe. women check out everything. Wait a minute. No, I'm talking about men. Men check women out. They check their camel toe in their jeans. They check their nipples camel if they toe. show up to a blouse. You know, men get off from that. Well, men that like men check men's crotches. Now, these guys were wearing the bathing suits that I told you about and the underwear that you throw everything into and it's like a sack, like the golden nugget sack. Uh, and these guys filled sacks like elephants. I mean, it was a joke. So I, of course, off camera were making cracks about it. I said, oh, my God, you know, blah, 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 blah. I won't go into the cracks I made because they were not, they were too colorful for, for radio and television. Anyway, one of the guys who's, who's Italian from New Jersey, absolutely magnificent fellas. If you saw this guy, you'd drool. Only thing is he had tattoos all over his body. Every part of his body had a tattoo which wasn't attractive, but his face was beautiful. He had dirty brown hair with green eyes and a beautiful nose, handsome body. And I got to tell you, I've been in locker rooms. You know, I've been around. I've seen guys that, you know, forget about it, like Frank Sinatra. They said he's supposed to have one that looked like a tuning fork. And uh, Milton Berle was supposed to be enormously hung. Anyway, this gorgeous guy now decides, I said to him, okay, we're going to shoot you first in the bathing suit, then go and change and come back in the underwear. And he said, fine, no problem. Well, we're shooting, and he comes out, and he's dancing around in his bathing suit, and then he goes off to the side of the camera, pulls his bathing suit down, stark raving naked. It falls to the floor. And he, he changes into his... He, he nearly trips on it or steps <laughs> on it, steps on it, and then he proceeds to roll it up like on a spindle, and, and he... And he and he puts his the, the underwear on, and I thought, oh, my Lord. Now, he put the underwear on. It looked like he had growths in there or something. I mean, it was gigantic. So we didn't photograph him because it was obscene. It was absolutely obscene. I, we did photograph him, but we edited it. So a couple of my friends in Palm Springs that I told this about, they said, oh, Ron, send us the edit. 
abortions. <laughs> I said, I refuse to. I will not because I don't trust you horny bastards. You're going to put them in photographs and sell them or something. They said, no, we just want them for private collection. Actually, though, if you want to see all the great pictures from One yeah. Magical Weekend, you can go on to One Magical Weekend's Instagram, which is uh, Instagram.com slash One Magical Weekend. Or my Facebook page. And you could see this guy in the bathing suit, not the underwear. Also, then, if you guys see, Ron and I are wearing really cute T-shirts. They, they're V-necks that say Pride and Joy. And, and we Thank actually you. got these from Macy's. Thank you, Macy's, for supporting gay people. And so here's something I didn't know about Macy's, and I don't know if other people know either, but they have the I Do Wedding and Gift Registry, and it's a Brylin, it's a same-sex couple Brylin Anniversary Registry that you can actually go and register for your wedding for same-sex couples at Macy's. And I didn't know that they did that. It kind of blew me, yeah, and they, blew and, me away. And they have statues, like two guys. And two and pictures girls. and stuff, too. No, statues to put yeah. on your cake. Because where do you find two guys together? They don't make that. They just make the usual, you know, girl and boy. But now you can find two men in tuxedos or two girls in wedding gowns. So we want to thank, thank Macy's for being yes. supportive of the gay community because I think it's really cool. And the people that were working with us there were just fabulous. Well, it's not really Macy's. You have to thank the company, which is, I forgot, Bloomingdale's Macy's. It used they're, to be federated. Uh, fed federated. I don't think it is anymore. Yeah, I think they're still federated. We thank Federated very much for being gay-friendly and uh, supporting our cause and uh, supporting gay people against prejudice and, and the horrors that we sometimes have to suffer from people we that also, are stupid. We also got to meet the people from Cox Socks at the pool on Saturday, and everybody was wearing Cox Socks, and we want to thank them for clothing us for the weekend, and Ron looked fabulous. And no, we, no, no. We no, wore no, our no, board no, shorts. No, no, no. I put, a, I put the red and white stripe one on with a T-shirt over it, and I, I said, listen, Ron, you've gone on stage and drag and sometimes you weren't happy with the way you look the wig the gown something wasn't right but you said okay you got to do it it's a show and you take a deep breath and you walk out there well that's what i did i took a deep breath and i walked out there i held my shoulders back and i strut my stuff like i'm proud meanwhile i was humiliated i was i was like a wreck because i never never would wear such a thing and I walked around and they were, people were staring at me, you know, where? He looked so good. And I got so like crazy. I ran upstairs and I changed. But I we wore cock socks board shorts. We wore oh, cock the, the socks. The shorts I wore because they're like normal bathing suit. But the other things, you know, every time you wiggle, your thing jingles and everything bounces. It's so like, uh, it's sexy. It's but, very but, you sexy. Know, not, not, not on a man 50, 000, 50 years old for 50 times. It's sexy on somebody below that I thought age. you looked fabulous. Well, <laughs> well, not me. It's it, well. Let's put it this way: I may have looked good, but it's not who I am. Right. You but know, you would wear that at home at a pool at, at your house. Oh, I, I don't wear any, anything at our pool. <laughs> well, if he was gonna wear something. When I lived in Palm Springs. The funny thing is, the front of the house had the pool, and there was a big stone wall that went around the front garden. And one day, I'm floating in the pool, and two women came and they were standing over the gate because they heard how well I did my garden. And there I am, lying on my back completely naked and they started to scream as they saw it and they ran away so i went to the gate and i said oh my god ladies is it that small <laughs> that was the opposite actually but anyway <laughs> but anyway i don't i'm not shy but At i don't all. like parading in the front of six thousand gay men in a red and white stripe it looked like a look like a christmas thing what do you call those things candy candy cane Okay. Bathing oh yeah, suit. it's a candy cane bathing suit. So the other sponsors, you guys, of One Magical Weekend, there was a whole bunch of them, but the other presenting sponsors besides the B Resort and Spa were Hotspots Magazine, which is a South Florida, mm -hmm. I guess a South Florida, maybe it's an Orlando too publication that oh, tells everything Lauderdale, that's going sure. on in, in gay life and Bud Light. And mm -hmm. then on the second day, we got up and we actually went to Gay Days at Disney World. 
which was, forget about it. Now I have a torn meniscus. You must keep that in mind. So Jimmy, I have to describe how Jimmy's dressed. He's got on sneakers that have stars all over them with little, like, Judy Garland socks from the Wizard of Oz, you know, <laughs> nah. up, to, up to the ankle fairy no, they socks. Were. They, they were, were like they, they were, were fairy socks. So- fairy socks. They were tennis socks. You look like a fairy. They were fairy <laughs> socks. Then he had on his Jimmy Star shorts with more stars on them, and then he had on a Jimmy Star shirt with more stars on no, that. It didn't have stars on it. It had little teeny polka dots. Oh, polka dots. Better still, who wears polka dots and stars? Cool people. Cool people and people in the Barnum and Bailey Circus. But anyway. So he's walking in front of me, and the way he was walking, I, my eyes started to water. I said, oh, my God, there's the son I always wanted. <laughs> I wanted to give him a lollipop and a balloon and have him skip through Disney. He would have been so cute. Anyway, all he kept screaming to me was, oh, look, Ron, the mansion, the mansion. Oh, I, oh wow, awesome. I can't wait to get in the mansion. Oh, my, look at the mansion, the mansion. I love An the hour mansion. and a half on that friggin' line, sweating. My knee is throbbing. I wanted to blow the mansion up. I wanted to shoot him and put him in the mansion. Finally, we get in the mansion, and it's really nice. It's cute, but it's two seconds, and you're out the door. And I kept saying to him, but Jimmy, everybody's going to this pass thing. What is it called? Fast pass. Fast pass. And we have VIP tickets. Shouldn't we be entitled to fast pass? No, no, no. I says on the guy. I said, Jimmy, find out. Be a New Yorker like me, pushy. Go find out if you can get something for free, if we could sneak in, jump a fence, you know, New York style. Like, get in there, because I'm not standing on any more lines. So one of the park people were walking around, and they said, oh, no, you're entitled to Fast Pass. Three of them. Three three Fast Pass, because you have a uh, super-duper VIP. So we go over to the guy that books you, because you have to book it. Is that ridiculous? He said, well, the only time we have open for the things that you want is 6 and 7 o'clock. I said, we can't be here. We have an appointment elsewhere. He said, well, then you can't get in to see them. So big deal. What good was the fast pass? Ridiculous. So now I'm struggling to walk, crawling practically, and we go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Now he wants to go buy a little doll to bring home, a Mickey Mouse or a Donald Duck for his collection. I mean, really, you know, Popeye, whatever you could find. So we go into this place, and there are a bunch of little girls in a beauty parlor. All right? We could see in. Having their hair done, nails done, makeup, lipstick, toenails done. To look like a princess. To look like a princess. Like a Disney character. 250 bucks to have it done, and you have to buy a dress, and they give you the dress, I believe. That's okay if you can afford it and you want to make your kid a nut. But what I felt terrible about, behind me was a little girl with her mother. And I heard the mother said, we can't afford it, darling. We just can't do it. And the little girl said, oh, she was begging the mother. I mean, truthfully, I think that's heartwarming. Disney's got to do something about that. He just can't have the privileged children get that kind of a treatment. Have a, a little side thing where you give the for twenty fifty bucks, even twenty five bucks, you throw some crap on the girl glitter and you make her feel happy. But it was tragic. I mean, I almost was tempted to pay for her, but I know Jimmy wouldn't be happy with that. Because two fifty is nice, but I would have. I was almost ready to say, here, little girl. And that would have humiliated the mother more, I thought. And, and, I, and you have to really think about things before you let your emotions uh, get involved with your generosity. Uh, so, Disney, you've got to change that. I don't care for it. The other thing is you've got to supply free wheelchairs. Now, I wanted a wheelchair because I couldn't go another step. I was in such agony with my knee. It was blown up. And it's, 80, no, it's $18 to rent a wheelchair. And I'm opposed to that. If you are 
elderly. Twelve, it was twelve, twelve. Twelve. If you're old and somehow you got suckered into going to Disney and you need a wheelchair, Disney should provide a wheelchair for senior citizens because there's nothing there for senior citizens. He should make tree-lined streets or make metal trees for shade. There's, if you have skin cancer, you can't go there. You have to wrap yourself up like, a, like in a burqa. I mean, there are so many things that Disney has not done for the handicapped people. He's only done it for the privileged people with tons and tons of money. Because to get in these events is anywhere from $150 to $200 a, a thing. Thousand, I could spend a thousand dollars with with no problem. If you're a family of four, you can go for five thousand bucks. People save up for this, and they put the rest of it on their charge account and pay it off for years. When I was young, I remember Disney when they were doing Disney in California, and Disney was on television, Dumont Channel Five in New York, and Walt Disney for the Mickey Mouse Show would say, uh, "Disney World." For, Disneyland, which is it out in California? Land. Disneyland is for everyone. And it is not for everyone. It's for the very, very wealthy. I don't know, but I would like to see Disney bring in orphans or children. They probably do do all that. I don't that. know, but I, I, don't, I like it to be public because we don't know about this. And this is what disturbs me. I wish that they could give free tickets to all poor kids. Uh, it's terrible that there are so many children that won't enjoy what we enjoyed and what all the other people enjoy. But I guess, you know, people might call me a communist because that's how communists think, you know, equality for all. So they tell me. Um, anyway, it was disturbing. I don't want to go on about that. it. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I, anyway, I don't want to go on about it. But uh, it's a spectacular three-day weekend. I would go next year and the year after. I truly had an experience, a wonderful time. As, you know, as the pageant people say, we met new friends, which we did. Nancy Lehman, bitch, where are you? You're supposed to be on. You promised me you'd be in the chat room. So Nancy Lehman, you guys, she's from PRP Wine International, and the and the website is prpwine.com, and it's fantastic wine. And she was she was she was just cool. We had a really good time. Go we watch. see her interview soon. We go, haven't posted yeah, it yet. When the interview comes up, go watch it. You know, it took so took a long time to shoot it, and she kept giving me wine in a little cup. Well, I was knocking those cups back and back and back, and then we started sitting down talking in between takes, and we're drinking. The bottle went, and I was loaded. So by the end of the commercial, I could barely talk. It's so funny to watch it progressively happen. So then Saturday, after we went to Disney World, we went to Epcot, which I had never been to Epcot. I love Epcot. Oh, I got to describe um, that. Then you can After Epcot, and then... Well, because we got to get moving. I got. Yeah, like I'm going to describe the room, and then you take it from there. So, okay, hell yeah, hold on. We went to Epcot, and we ate, and we watched the fireworks display, and then Epcot closed, and then then the uh, party, which was called Red Unmasked, started, and the only people in the whole place were people at one magical weekend. Now, I don't get impressed easily. I've been in magnificent rooms that you can't believe, from rich people to celebrities. This room. You, I don't know what it was. I think a chic, very famous. Well, they do weddings and stuff. In famous chic somewhere spent a two hundred fifty million dollar wedding, and I think he held it in this incredible room. It is without anything that holds it up. There are no columns in it. It's the largest suspended dome, I believe, in the world. I'm not certain. Anybody out there, if you can let me know, give me the facts on it. Do it now. You walked in, and there was white chiffon, 60, 80 feet long, hanging from the ceilings draped on the wall, blowing with a fan, and colored lights hitting it. It was like, forget about it. Men on stilts, done up in gold with 
plumes and feathers and red everything uh, trails red. i mean the spectacular of walking in there was breathtaking i said to jimmy oh my god i've never seen anything quite like this so tastefully done so beautifully done these men on the stilts guided you into the dance floor which is rubber, by the way. And the reason for the rubber, I was told, is 6,000 men dancing to boom, ba boom, 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 ba boom, 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 with their feet synchronizing to the boom, ba boom, 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 the building could shake loose. And they didn't want to shake the building. That's how big You can hear the music halfway across Epcot. It held over 6,000 dancing men and women. Inside, it was spectacular. The TV screens, the laser lights, the music, the sparkles. The, I'm telling you, it was like I freaked out. It was worth the whole trip. There was nothing as spectacular as that room at Epcot. So it was called Red Unmask, and the DJ was DJ Paulo. He was awesome, and it was a super lot of fun, and we stayed there till pretty late. And then... Uh, and we photographed it, but you know what? Unfortunately, you couldn't do it because the red in the blue and the laser lights and everything just screwed it up. It just looks like, I don't know, what, like, like it's like a police raided a Actually, room. Actually, no, it doesn't. And the police lights are on. It, it really doesn't, you guys. It looks really cool, and uh, you can look at all of it. No, it I posted it up on Facebook. It, it doesn't and it, look that I posted it on Facebook and it had 3,800 3, likes. <laughs> um, so, I like know, everybody, for people who like to see stuff inside clubs, yes, it's dark because you're in a club, but I mean, everybody can get the I idea. I mean, we of went how to the VIP went. section, which was fabulous, where the liquor was free. And of course, Jimmy and I don't drink, so that was a waste of that ticket. But uh, everybody was lined up. The boys were drinking and dancing and meeting each other. everybody was gorgeous. And having fun. I suggest to everybody next year, if you really want to go out and have three days of just not being who you are and not giving a crap what you become. Just go enjoy yourself. You know, you go there and you let your hair down and you just have a good time. I hope we didn't bore you. I hope you got some fun out of it. We got more. We got more. We got more. First, I want to go, everybody. uh, I Shazam is back. I want to like go over some of the other cool things that we did. First of all, I want to give a shout out to all the DJs that were there. This is like these are all like world renowned DJs. Some of them, um, you know, in my personal preference, I like better than others. But uh, we had DJ Paulo, DJ Grind, DJ Tony Ruggiero, who was from New York, and we talked to a lot. He was really cool. Uh, DJ. Shane Steele and DJ D Martello, those were my favorites. But then we also had DJ Abel, DJ Alexander, DJ Alex Acosta, DJ Nina Flowers. We had a performance by Power Infinity. There was DJ Joe Gothrow, DJ Phil B, Allison Kalegna, Brian Reyes, Chris Camuso, Eddie Martinez, and Alan Jakinski. So, like, they had 16 of the most famous DJs in the world. They were fabulous. Um, it was a lot of fun. There was always people dancing to all their music. Um, the whole thing was just really, really fun. Then we met this model who was modeling for um, Unzip Citizen, unzipcitizen.com. So you can check out. They have an underwear club that gives you discounts on designer underwear. It's like the sexiest underwear you've ever seen. And he was modeling for them, and he was a dancer at One Magic Weekend. And I don't know his total full name, but if you go on Instagram, look up Randy Boo, R-A-N-D-Y-B-O-O-222. The cutest, nicest kid. They flew him in from California. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just cute, a great dancer, really into it, and like really gave a great job, and just the nicest kid like ever that you could ever meet. And so he was a lot of fun. We also met this really cool model named Mark Peranto, and you can follow him on Instagram. It's model underscore Marky underscore Mark, and he's a great looking. Was he Italian? Yeah. Italian uh, guy from South Florida, and uh, he, he and check out his Instagram. He was just like really, really cool. I think he said he's Italian and Spanish. 
Cuban, also, Cuban, Cuban and Italian, he said he was. We also want to thank, because you know, there was a whole bunch of sponsors at this event. So the Platinum sponsors besides the Jimmy Star Show were Gaberhood, LGBTQ TV, which is our network, Instinct Magazine, SouthFloridaGayNews.com, The Mirror, Edge Media Network, Mark's List, Pistol Pete, Out Loud Marketing, and Pride Nation Radio, which is one of the stations that you can find on uh, that actually plays all that dance music all the time. Uh, the, the gold sponsors were... Did you know that was my old boss? No. Pride Nation TV. That was Oh, uh, yes, from a long time ago. Yeah, when I, before I did set the record, and he wouldn't give me any of the film that I... My, all my Tab Hunter, all my great interviews... Oh, wait, Nancy's in the... Nancy! Nancy's in the chat you room. bitch, where were you? <laughs> Nancy, she Nancy! She says thank you for the shout-out. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy, I was waiting for you to come in. I thought you abandoned me. We got drunk together, honey, on that delicious wine. Nancy, he's talking about your wine forever, forever, forever. I'm like talking how much about he Nancy. Liked it. She's my new buddy. So it's Nancy Lehman, everybody. Lehman. The name of the company is PRP Wine International. Check it out at prpwine.com. And uh, if you guys need wine, this is the place you want to get it. It's fantastic. It's affordable. The flavor is great, and she's super cool. Wait a minute, I want Nancy. I have no idea what the name of it was or what it was. About. Where was it from? Type it in. And what was the name of that wine? It was so good. I drank almost a half a bottle in the commercial. She says she's been there. She couldn't figure out how to get in the chat room. Oh, okay. so she heard you call her your bitch like oh, five times. Oh, she is a bitch. I love her. She's my <laughs> she's my favorite bitch. I say bitch with love. That's that's a love word. It's not a bad. She knows. Uh, Nancy, what was the name of the wine that I got stoned on while I was doing the commercial? There we go. Also, we want to like give some other shout outs. The gold sponsors for One Magical Weekend were Noise Magazine, Edge Factory, uh, Outserve, SLDN, Watermark Media, JustCircuit.com. The silver sponsors were 101.9 Amp Radio, <laughs> David Atlanta, and Writer Party Festival. Um, the, the bronze sponsors were Pride, My Gay, Miami Beach, She Magazine, Georgia Voice, and then we had. Great corporate sponsors, Unzip Citizen, which is unzipcitizen.com, Coxsox, Boy Mag Dream, SunTrust, and Grab. And the local sponsors were Pulse, Southern Knights, Parliament House, and I don't know what this other one says. What does that say? What does that say? It's asking me. I can't see. Anyway, too, there was a really cool. Wait, stop, Shazam. Um, there was a really cool. Um, uh, a really cool company, too, called um, entertainmentcruises.com. They do weddings on the water for gay people. And uh, uh, Voss Water and Red Bull were sponsors. And I know we're missing people, but like these are all the people that stuck out to us and that were really cool and that we really enjoyed. So we cleaned up. I mean, they, they were throwing T-shirts, uh, uh, towels, uh, things you put on your arm to hold your, your, your cell phone. Romanette, R-O-M-A-N-E-T. Oh, Romanette Cabernet. Listen out there. If you want to drink a wine that is not – and I know Deirdre's going to buy it. It's called Romanette Cabernet. Romanette, spell it. R-O-M-A-N-E-T. R-O-M-A-N-E-T. By what's the name of their company? PRPWine.com. PRPWine.com. And you guys will see our interview with them. It'll be coming up yeah, soon. And you know I don't blow smoke up anybody's you know where. Please get it. Don't even bother chilling it because we didn't even have it chilled. It, it just, it was delicious. I'm going to get a bunch of that wine also. Can I get it at like Ralph's or the one of the supermarkets? You have to go to prpwine.com. Oh, you can't get it in a supermarket? I don't know. Why does she make it so difficult? She's not making it difficult. That's Nancy, the how am I going to get this wine? <laughs> I want this Nancy, wine. send him some wine. No, don't send me anything. She said, <laughs> oh, yeah, and what I have to say, you know, my dearest in the world friend, Danae Montague King, who is the um, the, the, the creator of DMK found, uh, facial treatments and makeup, 
is getting married in California in a week and a half in drag. And I'm the, the matron of honor in drag, so it's going to be a hoot. And I was talking to uh, Nancy about it, and she is sending him a gorgeous case of wine. I think that was so beautiful of her. Absolutely. For his wedding, and also it's a Harvey Milk benefit. So if anybody wants to uh, donate money to Harvey Milk, please do. The money goes to helping transgender people who are very young, and they're committing suicide because they cannot change. It says not in stores or supermarkets. Got to get it from the bitch. Laugh out loud. Oh, well, that's all right. So anybody that so wants... PRPwine.com, well, everybody. When you call up, say, I want the bitch on the phone so I can order this delicious wine. Meanwhile, she's got a cool husband. She's a cool dame. We had a good time. And Nancy, I hope I see you again someday really soon. So here's what we're going to do then, you guys. Right now we're going to take a uh, – uh, first of all, I'm going to do one more thing. Uh, everybody, if you're in the Philadelphia area, next week on Thursday, Ron and I are going to be going to see the Sharon Leah Band. It's Their show yes. is sponsored by Out on the Town Magazine. It's, she's playing on uh, June 18th at 8 p.m. at Chickie and Pete's. It's 11,000 Roosevelt Boulevard in Philadelphia. The phone number is 215-856-9890. Come on out and, and uh, support the Sharon Leah Band. And Ron and I from the Jimmy Star Show are going to be there. It's going to be a lot of so fun. Come and meet us. I'm starting to think that this is going to be another adopted daughter. She is another sweetie pie like Shane Layton. She is just one of the nicest girls ever. And fabulously looking girl. She's gorgeous. I have to help her find a very handsome young multimillionaire husband. She also put her email in the chat room. And um, is there a Twitter for PRP Wine that you run, Nancy? Let me know. Because I can uh, let people know with that. In the meantime, um, we also want to give a shout out because Linda, Linda is also uh, Linda Bachland is also in the chat room. And and if you guys want to get Nancy's email, it's n. L-E-H-M-A-N-N at PRPWine.com. And that way you can find out everything more about it or go to PRPWine.com. What I like about it is each bottle of wine comes from a different country. And I found that to be so interesting because South African wine is supposed to be the most delicious of all wines today. People are carrying on about, Nancy, where does the bottle I like come from? I guess Italy, it's Romano. Wouldn't you think? No Twitter, she says. So everybody go to PRP Wine or go to N. Lehman. Uh, whatever I just said it was a second ago. <laughs> Hang on. I'm go to N, N, L-E-H-M-A-N-N at PRPWine.com and check it out. And in the meantime, we're going to take a music break while we bring in our Hollywood Vixen. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Let's play Cheyenne Jackson, everybody. You can know Cheyenne Jackson. He's a famous actor and singer. You're going to see him on the new season of American Horror Story. He's out. He's gay. He's fabulous. And this is his single, Don't Want to Know. Woo! Let's go. You can't be alone, Lord. I know that's true. No matter what, can't stop loving you. Careless with me, baby, from the start Pushing me, breaking my world apart Deep in my heart there's a scar now Telling the story of us I keep coming back to you Planning attack on you, love I don't
straight to my guts, there you go again. You're killing me, don't even know it when. Casting a spell with a lick of your lips, you pretend you're completely oblivious. Deep in my heart, there's a scar now. Telling the story of us, I don't wanna know. There you go, Jimbo. Now. now you can talk. There you go, everybody. That's Cheyenne Jackson. The name of the song is Don't Wanna Know, and I think it's really a great, fun song, and I think it's really cool how American Horror Story always brings out, um, you know, out hot actors, actors, hot, out, prominent <laughs> actors, you know, to have featured spots in the TV show, and so the new series is called Hotel. I don't know when it's coming out, but... But uh, anybody, Sep- uh, uh, September. Anybody who knows Cheyenne Jackson, if you know him, I'd love to get him on the show. Maybe we'll start tweeting to him and see if we can get him on because I think it's awesome. And uh, so, Chad, what did you think about the thing grabbing my feet and then Jimmy's feet? Hmm. I don't believe in all that stu- superstitious stuff. Um, superstitious. It's scientific. It's real. It's ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. A science. You know, there is an energy that continues after we croak. I think something got in your head, but then it went to Jimmy, so uh, I don't know. It could be a coin toss. I don't normally I don't normally like thinking believe in that right. stuff either, really, but but I it was pretty freaky. It was some cra- it was some meth crazed twink that's <laughs> They were on meth? Okay, well there's your problem. <laughs> it was a twink that snuck into your hotel room. Not the way Cindy Lady Lake wrote yes until it happens to you, which if you guys read her Facebook page like last night, like uh uh, her her deceased husband's watch somehow was out of her drawer and up on her dresser, and then they went back, and it was somebody had put it back in the dresser, and nobody in that lives in the house touched it. Ooh! And hmm. so she wrote that on Facebook today, and so you well, never. Know. I've never been messed with, so hmm. I guess it takes feeling to believe in. But in the meantime, we want to welcome our Hollywood fixes. Hey, 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 hi to the chat room. Hello, hi chat room. How are you? 
It seems to be everybody's rocking and rolling in there. It seems everybody's uh, saying hello, 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 everybody. I apologize if I'm going to be coughing and drinking a lot of this hot tea. <laughs> stupid. <clears throat> That's what I feel like. My throat is burning. Um, that stupid cold that comes and goes, comes and goes, is back. Well, you look so, good. Thank you. Yeah, so I don't, That's I important. sound like crap, but, and I feel like crap. But I, I, I just wanted to ask Chad one question, <clears throat> and it's yours, dear. Chad, where are you appearing? Where are we appearing? Let's see. Saturday, we're at a place called the Brass Tap in Boynton Beach, and then Sunday, we're at the old Key Lime House uh, in Lantana. Oh, okay. I know the old Key. We used to pass to go to Jimmy's dad's. Yeah, every time we're playing, you pass right by us. No, but you know what? We're never there when you're there. Just like the Boca Country Club. Perry could get us in to see you. One of these but days, Ronnie. One of these days. We have to get our timing. Because I'm dying to hear you and, and uh, what's the name? Heather. I, I know her name, Heather. Heather. Just fly us <laughs> in for a personal show. We'll sit up in your living room. Take oh, care that, of it. There you go. That would be Much fabulous. easier. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you, like, come on the show and say? <laughs> How about no? How about take it away, D? <laughs> Well, with that intro, I want to do one more thing. Going back to One Magical Weekend, everybody, because uh, they already got uh, available to start to start booking your hotel tickets for next year. It's June 3rd, I think, is when it's going to be happening. So go to OneMagicalWeekend.com and check it out. Check out their Facebook page. You can just Google One Magical Weekend, or the actual page is Facebook.com slash Let's Go Play. And follow us on Twitter. It's at the number one Magical Weekend. And our Instagram, you write it all out, One Magical Weekend. And if they invite us back next year, you can meet us. There you go, because we're going to have a blast. It was a lot of fun. We really, like, enjoyed it. Uh, everybody everybody there was really cool. And This time we'll take Deirdre with us. You know you'll be bored. Ugh, no, thank you. You'll be bored. No. Okay, oh, 5,000 gay men that are all hot and gorgeous and don't want me. Great. That's a girl's dream come true. Oh, vacation. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Bring him hottest teeny weeny red bikini and my red lips with me so they can all look at me and go mm-hmm, you look pretty and our third day <laughs> too our last day of party was also in epcot we had a blast i really liked epcot for people who've never been we went to, to italy we went to germany <laughs> we went to england all, all we the went countries all over the place and then we- they had a party the et dance with dj grind and it was freaking like awesome and then uh later that night at the cadabra after hours power infinity performed so it was all really really cool so everybody check it all out follow it, it's, us it's on just, instagram it's, and see it all from the moment you get there till the moment you leave it's not stop like Party. insanity you don't know what's you don't you really don't know what's happening it's like a trip it's it's amazing it's just three days of constant stuff you don't even have time to stop and breathe and think who you are you just keep going from event to event and laughing and it was it's a awesome. constant 24-hour escape it was, it was awesome. exactly what it you know i never thought of yeah. you guys which is terrible i always think of you when i'm what? away you and your sister no you shouldn't i worry listen no, i'm not home you know it's, i always no, gotta hear you every day never. your voices we didn't i work <laughs> i didn't miss shazam or Star. well it's a 24-hour escape i tell you and what though make it 72 hours and it's three days I'm still tired from it. Me too. <laughs> and my knee has to be operated on when I get back from a Janae's wedding. So everybody check it out. Go to OneMagicalWeekend.com. Hope everybody comes next year. This year, you know, there's hundreds of thousands. Next year, we want a million people to be there. So oh, let's my go. God. A million half-naked, awesome. hot gay men. <laughs> I love it. So now we've got our Hollywood Vixen. We have a chat room full of cool people. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Lots of new names. I don't know who you are, but thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Whoever you are, you're awesome. We love you. And Deirdre, what's new? I need gossip. Dirt. I've been away for three days. I know. Well, I went to New York uh, on Saturday for my friend's baby shower, which was very nice. And it made me... um, just be really homesick for New York and I really just it was so great just to walk around and even in Brooklyn we were in Brooklyn and then we went up back to their apartment up on the Upper West Side and um, it just felt really nice to be back in a city and seeing all walks of life and 
and the hustle and the bustle and the and the just everything that that New York offers. It just it finally felt like home. Every single time I've gone back there, I was so kind of leery. I was so on the fence about it. Do I want to go back? Do I not want to go back? Can I really do this? Is this for me? And then this trip kind of just made me. It just felt like home. It well, really Brooklyn did. is where I was born, you know. Well, Brooklyn and, and New York. I mean, I mean, not right. I mean Manhattan. Not I'm not talking about you know Brooklyn exclusively. Um, I'm talking about the whole the whole thing. It just kind of well, Brooklyn's back again. You know, for oh, a Brooklyn, while there it was touch. crappy. It's, it's a fortune. It was all slummy and junky. Now Brooklyn has gotten very chic again. You know, when I was born there, it was a beautiful oh, place to live. It was all families, <laughs> mostly Italians, <clears throat> and uh, you know, nice to live in. And then it sort of changed and got like run down and crappy. Well, everything, you know, I yeah, guess. But now it's of. regentrified itself, and yeah. I understand it. I've been in, I understand people are paying a fortune. Oh to my live God, there. like $3,000 for a studio. Imagine. Ridiculous. In Brooklyn? Wow. Yeah. Years ago, you could have bought Brooklyn for <clears> 3000 <throat> I know, it's insane. And we had beautiful weather, which was great. So it just, I mean, I'm, I'm walking on the streets and, you know, Brooklyn, where the restaurant, where the baby shower was, um, the neighborhood. What was it on Montague Street? No. The, um, the, the, I just lost my train of thought now. Um, they shut down the street and they had like a little band going and, and it was just like a nice little, just was, little. Was the food good? Yeah, the restaurant was okay. Um, they have some good restaurants in Brooklyn, Italian food. Yeah, no, no, There's this one that Italian. I go to, I wish I could give you the name, but I don't remember. Food is really good. Yeah. Um, well, what's going on in Hollywood? Um, you know, nothing really. Hollywood is just really boring right now. Um, you know, we just don't really care about the Kardashian having another baby. Like, that's nice, whatever, who cares? Moving well, on to the next thing. You know what I thing. did kind of have a thing about, though? Because it says that one of, the, <laughs> one of the younger ones, Kendall, or I don't know their names, one of the two little Kylie trendy and ones. Kendall? One of them, it says, is pregnant with Scott's baby. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Scott. Her brother-in-law. Her brother-in-law, yeah, oh, married to Courtney. Keep it in the family. It's good. <laughs> That'll be the next reality is best, show. They used to say well, they're incest not. Is best. Oh my god, my throat. <laughs> they're not. Um, thankfully, they're not blood-related, but they are related due to marriage. That would be gross. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, the big fat one, whatever her name is, not Chloe, the other one, Kim. She's pregnant. Um, yay! Congratulations. I, I said that it was like <laughs> artificial insemination, though. or what, what? I, I read something. I would not put it past that. I mean, that's really sick. That is a that's some sick of a PR stunt. That's just insane. Well, we have moved forward because twenty years ago. I mean, that's just really twenty insane. years ago. This family wouldn't be watched, viewed for one second. People would have turned them right off. Me too, I guess. Me on this show. Yeah, we all 20, would have. 20 years ago, they would have shut me off. I mean, too. listen, I was just Think watching Mob Wives though. this morning, which I had to turn off because it was so. Disgusting. Think about it though, realistically. Like, if you were a Kim Kardashian and you had a choice between being artificially inseminated or having sex with Kanye West, I would rather get artificially inseminated. Oh, wait a minute. You mean, oh, wait a minute. I thought you meant that Scott Disick artificially inseminated. No. Oh, no. you mean Kim? Kim got artificially inseminated. Uh, I read it in like a tablet. Why? You're married. Why, why, why wouldn't you? Who wants, to, who wants to have sex with Kanye West? That's yeah, disgusting. That's true. Well, Kanye West you. got inseminated? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye's having a baby. <laughs> that's the new headline. I, I call him Kanye West. <laughs> I just... Can't, uh, I, I just I'll never get West. I just I'll never, just, I'll never yeah. ever ever be able to like I just him. That whole like family him. is outrageous, and they're so smart. They know how to be outrageous. And you know what? The fools money. watch it. I mean, and everybody nah, everybody bashes money. it, but everybody watches yeah. it, and that's just you, what you kills me. I refuse to watch it. I will bash it, like but I do Beverly not watch Hills, it. Whatever that Beverly Hills trampy one that we I like to watch, even though it's terrible. Oh, which one? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? No, no, Beverly Hills. The fat lady with the no teeth. 
with the with the ugly orange the little kid boy. with the orange hair, and he like goes out to L.A. to be a singer, and he has a manager who flew I, him out I've there. I've never seen the show. And, uh, Are you kidding? Me? Beverly Hills. It's, it's shamefully. Uh, it's oh my shamefully god! I've never funny. seen that. It's, a, it's they're and from the, the country. And the daughter is like five hundred pounds. It, it shows him in the country before they move out there, having a barbecue, and the barbecue is made out of a shopping cart. They put the oh, coal Jesus. in it, and they're eating with all their like rednecky people, and then they go and they live in California, and they drive around in a hearse. And oh the lady is like, everybody's like 600 pounds but the kid. And the kid got the show because he was a YouTube sensation. He did videos <laughs> and got millions of hits. <laughs> America, wake up. What won't you watch? What? I mean, Does Jesus anybody Christ. know the name of that show? I don't. What won't Does you watch? Does anybody in the chat room know the name of that show? It's like Beverly Hills Family, like from. And, Beverly Hill Trainwreck is what it should no, be called. And, I mean, and, honestly, what wait, won't we watch? And the funny part is, Deirdre, I don't know if it was you it's or hilarious. Leslie. But one of you went to school with the guy that plays the producer. Oh, no. I, oh, yes. And I'm trying to think of the... Well, what's I his know name? His I can dad. tell you. His dad is very big. I can't remember his father's name. It's killing me. Uh, he's the son of... I remember I told you he's a friend of mine, the father. The father was... We, you, your mother no, and I used to hang that, out with he and his channel? wife. It's on that channel. It's not true TV. What the hell is his name? He's a big, 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 big he's producer. He's a manager. I don't know. Big producer uh, in Hollywood. No, no, oh, the, no dad the father might be. is. The, the son's a this music is producer. the son of the. I think you went to school, or dear, or Leslie. I'm not Does sure. anybody know the name of that weird show? It's got like that kid with the red hair, and uh, <laughs> and like his. He lives with mom, his grandmother, and they call her Mima. And, and she has no teeth. And she has no teeth. Shocker. And she eats watermelon without teeth, which is a trip. <laughs> and they like have chickens living in their Beverly Hills like. Thing you know, pet you know that's all stunt. That's all. That's all. Oh, of course, all it bullshit. Is. Of course, what the hell is it? I name? don't know. I've never seen this. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. His I'll name find is it. so. Famous. I don't know. Anyway, don't know. anyway, um, you know, shame on Star Magazine, which okay, yeah, I've been guilty of buying it. <laughs> I totally admit, not in the, not recently though. Um, I was at the checkout the other day at the grocery store, and I was looking. You know, I I read them when I'm in the checkout. Yes, I do. Okay, if I'm going to talk shit, then I need to be. I need to own up to my own. I do. I read them. I don't buy them, but I do read them while I'm on the Hollywood checkout. Hillbillies, okay. Oh, Hollywood hillbillies, please. So I see on What's Star Magazine, it's called it's called shit. It, it's Grading Hollywood moms, and they give all of the Hollywood moms grades like D, F, A, and I just thought that was really horrible. And there's actually a big controversy on it now, and people are protesting it, saying that that's not right because we don't really see exactly what the, what they're doing. This is just what a paparazzi has captured at a moment that we're not there to see what happened before, what was going on currently, and then what what happens afterwards. So I think that's really appalling that women are being graded, and especially Hollywood moms who are already under the the, the, the microscope, and now you're being graded on your parenting skills. So shame on Star Magazine for that. So everybody Star should not buy Star Magazine. should be ashamed of everything. Oh, it's it so funny. It says, I'm not even going to read you on the checkout line anymore. I'm that angry. It says the Hollywood Hillbillies just for people who like to watch Honey Boo Boo. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a great way to segue right into my Honey Boo Boo story. Chickadee is suing her mother. Who who is Chickadee? I think Chickadee's the daughter. Right? Yeah, I think so. She's the who who boo 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 that's just sin. They make that child a joke. I know. And that the mother who's fat with up. no teeth. And I think they're from Georgia. So apparently Chickadee is suing her mother for money um, because of the show. So I don't well, know what's going on with that. how about the baby? That's dreadful. She's like that nine or child. 10 or 12 now. That she's child 20, is, 30. Is always made fun of. Uh, who cares? What do you mean, who they cares? love it. They, they, they're, they, that they want to ex- it up. Yeah, that kid loves it. Yeah, until she's 17, 18, then she's going to flip out. <laughs> well, and as, long as, as long as her mom doesn't steal all her money, though, well, she, she did. That's why Chickadee is suing her. See, can you find the cast? 
Yeah, I'm looking right here. Hollywood Hillbillies. I know the guy's father. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Oh. Scott, the guy's father is very famous in Beverly Hills. I don't know. Everybody knows him. He's one of the famous families. Huh. I can't we used to go that. to their house. Hollywood him. Hillbillies. Wow. What does the world come to? I've never seen this show, thankfully. It begins with an M, the last You should thing. really see it, though. It's really good. Really? Yeah. If I'm anybody right. in the chat room knows, type it in. Hang on. I'm working on it now. Yeah, go to IMDb and then look the under, plays um, the, look under producers. Plays the producer. <coughs> Excuse of, me, everybody. Of the, I'm of so sorry. the redheaded boy. <coughs> Hacking yeah, up you in guys the really should watch this show. Agent. It's so terrible that you can't stop watching it. <sighs> you know what? It's really not <laughs> terrible. It's not like those duck guys, you know, or the other jerks. Okay, here we go. It's it's funny. It's it's almost like the Beverly Hillbillies really made uh, made differently. The old uh, David Weintraub. Weintraub. David Weintraub. Did you go, did you go no. to school with David Weintraub? No. Well, Harry Weintraub is his dad. Oh. And the Weintraubs are very big shot people in Beverly Hills. Oh. I forgot. I ran into her in, in the mall, in the, uh, the wife, Weintraub. What the hell was her name? Weintraub. Weintraub. Oh, I forgot I have her no name. idea. In the, in the what was it oh, called the mall in the LA? The Beverly Center. Beverly Center. I ran into her in Dolce & Gabbana. I have no idea. We, I, we I never hit went it to off. school. Oh, we were so happy something. to see each other. Let's get together. You know. Never happened. Oh yeah, of course, Hollywood. No, it's not. No, <laughs> I was the lunch, one. Darling. I was the mm -hmm. one that was too busy because you know I was living in Palm Springs at the time, and it was difficult. What is her name? She's so lovely. I don't uh, know. Uh, Weintraub's wife. I have no idea. What's Weintraub? Um, Your sister went to school with Weintraub, Beverly Hills High. I'm positive. Maybe she dated the boy. No. She never. I, I don't even think she went to school with the wine trob. Yeah, she did. They said the Hollywood Hillbillies, they think, is produced by Tom Arnold. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't like any of those reality shows, but <laughs> Harvey, I end up watching all of them. Harry, it's oh, Harvey, Harvey Weintraub. Trob. Yeah. Trob. That's his name. Trob. That's Trob. 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 Yeah. Harvey Not Rob. No, it's Harvey. Rob is something that, you know, other no, happens. I other said places. Harvey Weintraub. No, isn't it Harvey Weintraub? It's Weintraub. Weintraub. It's Weintraub. I don't know. I don't know. Who, cares? Who cares? The father is Whatever. Harvey Weintraub. Um, he produces so many major motion pictures. God, big shot pictures. Yeah. Big well, deals. Either way, I don't know. We don't. I don't know. For I sure should look him up, Deirdre, for you. See if he's got a part for you. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know for yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> like, it doesn't work that way. Sad. It sure does. Uh, not right. Actually, his name's not Harvey. No. Yeah. It is Harvey. No, you're thinking of Harvey Weinstein. You're thinking of Harvey Weinstein. No. Yes, you are. No, I know. No. What's Weintraub's name? There is no. There is no heart. There is no. There is a father. Well, he's not in the movie industry. Weintraub. Weintraub. Traub. Either way, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> um, Angry Birds. They're making it a movie. Oh my gosh! I know. Ron <laughs> loves that game. I that I, that's why time. I'm saying that. I'm good at it. He loves it. I love it. <laughs> I come over and I'm like, "Is that Angry Birds?" Yep. <laughs> I'm like, "I'm for the birds." All my friends love it too. I've never played it. I refuse. I don't know. I oh, just, you get into it. I, I would you probably be addicted to it. You but, love games. I know, but Skillful it's going to be a cartoon, games. and they're so clever. So the Angry Birds, the movie, is coming up May sixteenth, two thousand and sixteen. So what they did was they partnered up with Legos, and they're going to release a whole entire Legos series of Angry Birds, and they'll release it around the same time as the movie as a marketing uh, little gimmick. But, <clears throat> excuse me, Angry Birds is going to be starring Peter Dinklage, who we all know uh, from Elf. Oh. He's also in, uh, was he in Game of Thrones? Yeah, he's the, yeah, he's Game the main guy. Main guy. He is the um, little person. Is that what they call them yeah. now? Because we have to say little person. Mm -hmm. um, he is little person actor, fabulous actor, James um, Sudeikis. Uh, Bill Hader and Maya Rudolph for so some it's all of the, the hilarious people. Yeah, so you got all the funny people, little SNL crew in there, some alumni. He's also in the new movie. Um, he's in everything. He's, he's in the great. new movie where they're like have Pac Man. 
like Pac-Man comes to life to eat everybody. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's I forgot oh, that's the name of it. Another nutty movie. But it's got it's Pixels. got Adam Sandler and all the people that are always in the Adam Sandler movies. You haven't seen the trailer? No. The Pac-Man's a huge, gigantic Pac-Man. It's it called eats. Pixels. It's called Pixels. Oh, is Pixels. it a cartoon or no. is it? It's CGI mixed with real. Oh, yeah. cool! It's called Pixel. Oh, I have to watch that. And they have that. to like, they have to like save the world because the aliens, all the games come to life from outer space. Oh, I love that! I would have loved to have done oh, that. Since we're talking about movies, Jimmy and I were relaxing last night, and we went into Netflix, was it, or was it HBO? Netflix. No, HBO. I think it was. It's an HBO HBO production. Uh, the end of the life of Grace Kelly, not when she died, right before that, when she saved Monaco from being invaded by France because France was going to invade Monaco because they wouldn't pay taxes. As you know, Monaco is a free state country. Uh, Nicole Kidman, who I really love, did a brilliant, brilliant job with this film. The story, of course, has been twisted. We know, in fact, that she was going to make Marnie, the film that later Tippi Hedren made for Alfred Hitchcock, she decided to do it because she was unhappy in her marriage. She wasn't happy being out of our country. And she missed Cary Grant and a lot of her friends here. But the Prince, Prince Rainier knew he was in trouble with France wanting to invade Monaco. So he told Grace she couldn't go. She had to stay and save the country. So for everybody out there, I want you to know that if it wasn't for Grace Kelly, Monaco today would not be a private country. It would be a part of France. Now... As far as Grace Kelly, when she died, Rita Gam, I have a friend of mine who was best friends with Rita Gam. Rita Gam was Grace Kelly's dearest friend in the world. And Rita Gam told this friend that Grace was not driving, that Grace's daughter was driving, and they were arguing, and the daughter went out of control, and the car, of course, went off the cliffs, and Grace's neck was broken, and she passed away from that. I don't know, then I've heard other stories that the government killed her, that they were after her and they were responsible for the automobile going off the cliff because of what she had done. Cover-ups, Hollywood cover-ups. We read a couple of weeks ago the man that worked for the CIA who said he assassinated Marilyn Monroe, that he killed the her. Kennedys. Yeah. And that the Kennedys <laughs> ordered it. Suddenly, that went undercover. We have never heard another word about it. And he gave detailed documentation I of believe the murder. that. I mean, we've always I thought that. Hang on, let me just finish this, and I'm throwing it out to the arena. Um, he gave documented information that no one could possibly have known unless they were there doing it. And he claims he murdered Marilyn Monroe Along because with a of, ton of other people. Yeah, a lot, and he married other people for John Kennedy and Robert Kennedy, which we know happens. So now, did Grace Kelly really get killed by the French government, or was Marilyn Monroe murdered by this man, or do we really have aliens flying around? We'll never know because our governments lie to us and don't tell us anything. Now, Arena, what do you think? I think it's a conspiracy. I absolutely think that, well, that's no longer conspiracy. Well, it's a true conspiracy. Um, it's a conspiracy theory that has been proven accurate. I mean, based on this one man's, you know, testimony. Yeah, but what happened testimony. to him? He disappeared. Well, the government took care of it. Of course. Well, he course. was on his deathbed. He was dying. Yeah. Well, maybe they killed him real quick. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. Probably. So he figured he wanted to come clean before he died. That's what I would do. I mean, if that were me, I would do the same thing. I would come clean before. I would write a tell-all right before I die. Screw you. I'm going to die anyway. Might as well let the truth be known. Let so many questions finally be answered. Let so many theories finally be proven. Well, you know, you right. know Jane Russell made a movie 
with Marilyn Monroe. And, you know, Jane was our family friend for years. We love Jane. And I asked Jane one night, I said, do you think Marilyn Monroe was murdered? <coughs> and Jane said to me, absolutely. And the Kennedys were responsible. Now, Jane Russell would know because she was friends with Marilyn and friends with a lot of Marilyn's friends. Of course, if Jane were alive, I wouldn't repeat this, but Jane has passed, and I can say it yeah. without her getting in trouble. Well, so much for Hollywood's murders. <laughs> but, you know, it's an interesting film to make if they would, you know, do that, make an a, a up-and-up honest film. I don't. I mean, they could kill me now for saying it. Who knows? So if I die suspiciously, folks, then you know it's because I squealed on the Marilyn Grace Kelly murder. There you go. Um, you can now watch Netflix from your hotel room. How great is that? Ne mm -hmm. Netflix finally partnered up with a hotel, and it's going to be select hotels of the Marriott family. So if you go to any any hotels at the Marriott, see if they have Netflix now, which I think is really great. So you what? Just log in your own. You just log in from your bedroom, uh, right to the TV, or I guess right through your computer. But yeah, Mar uh, Marriott's going to be offering Netflix only in select ones. They haven't released which ones, which cities, and which states yet. Um, but it's domestically here in the U.S., so you'll be able to well, watch your Netflix. We go. We have, a, cool. we have a Roku on all our TVs, and we go in through Roku, not only to see the Jimmy Star Show, but to see <laughs> our HBO Select. We get any HBO, HBO to go. HBO to go. We get any HBO movie we want. And Netflix. And what's the one with the U? H Hulu. 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 I mean, we have untold television for nothing. We don't yeah. even pay for it. I well, mean, no, the Netflix and the Hulu is like seven or eight bucks a month you pay. That's like free. But that's nothing. Yeah, That's like free. I mean, that's compared to... I mean, to we have untold television and our bills have really gone down since we don't have cable throughout, you know, cable with everything. Because HBO, we have it, but it keeps playing the same junk over and over again. So, forget yourself a Roku. Uh, what's the new one coming out now that we're going to be with? The new machine you stick in? I don't know. I don't know. That's not definite yet, so you can't. Well, what tell is people it? That, no, we can't tell. You can't, we can't talk about no, it. No, just say net, Roku. Okay, Roku. That's it. Roku, <laughs> Roku, Roku. Also, um, everybody in the chat room, they want to hear the real quickly. They want to hear the Pluto story. Oh, the Pluto story. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are so funny. I, I took a picture with Pluto where I'm doing this, listening as Pluto's talking to me, and I said, no kidding. Pluto and Mickey Mouse are broken up. Now, Mickey Mouse ran off with Donald Duck and took the house and the car. <laughs> I went on and on, and I put it on Facebook, and I got like five million whatevers, and they were shooting it all over. It's become the big joke of the week. And I just thought it up because it was a gay day, and I think the guy that was inside of the Pluto costume was quite gay because I've never seen a gay Pluto like that in my life. He was, you know, flipping his arms and prancing around, and that's what gave me the idea. Mm -hmm. So I said to him, of course, I didn't tell him what I was going to do because he wouldn't have taken the picture because Disney doesn't care for that sort of thing. Although the, the CEO of part of Disney is gay, which we, we met him. Disney and he's Resorts, a, Walt Disney World Resorts. Walt, Walt Disney Resorts. He's gay and he's charming, very charming guy. Uh, so anyway, I decided to do that, but I said to Pluto, uh, I want to do this for my nephew so that he'll study. And I'm going to say that Pluto told me you have to study, but I really was going to write what I wrote. I'm happy you liked it. I thought it was funny, and it's it's gone all over the world, you know. That thing has been shot all over. Nancy, Jimmy, the wine on, lady likes it. Everybody likes it. Pluto. Is it on YouTube? 
No. You should throw it on YouTube. It's just a picture. You can't, it's not a video. Oh, you can't put that on YouTube? No. no. Can you put it on the it's IMDb, on whatever it is, no. IMD? No, you can't put it on IMTV. <laughs> no, the other thing he does, in- Instagram. Instagram. It's on Instagram already. Oh, it is. That's yeah. why we got so many hits. <laughs> it's Pluto funny. gay. P- possibly, yeah. Pluto gay. Well, I got to tell you, the one in that costume was. was. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what well, was gay day? Why not? When we- he wrote that I wanted a <laughs> lollipop, though, he kind of like embellished that a little. <laughs> what? The lollipop. If I gave you a lollipop, you would have loved it. What are you talking about? You don't eat lollipops? I know, but you wrote that I was pouting because I didn't get a lollipop. I didn't get a... Well, if I... You were pouting because because, because you couldn't get your way with the Donald Duck doll. <laughs> you know, rip, rip off like $20 for a little rubber Donald Duck doll. What are you, nuts? You can- oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That, that was good chat. Put that yes, picture Pluto's back. Pluto's a bottom, apparently. What happened? <laughs> Who's banging Pluto? Pluto's a bottom. Chad, that was awesome. Oh, so now people are doing what I did more. Oh, my God. I started a whole Chad new Chad founded a whole new thing. So, oh my so God. you guys, we're going to take a quick music break because I want everybody, if you guys Disney's remember. There's a picture there. Disney's going to Disney's Pluto gonna is a me. bottom. Pluto is a bottom. So you guys remember the awesome, awesome singer, performer, Garrick. He's been on the show several times. He's got a new single out. It's called Cavity, and the video is pretty wild. And it's a little bit more in tune with the whole One Magical Weekend dance kind of vibe thing going on. And nobody's seen it yet from the Jimmy Star Show. So here we're going to play it. Chad, we got it ready? <laughs> Rolling. All right, everybody. Here's Cavity by Garrick.
Whoa. Woo. So that's Cavity Everybody by Garrick, and I think he's at Save Garrick on Twitter. That was intense and cool. That was really, really neat. I like that. That was very Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor-esque. Yes, very. I think so too. I like that a lot. And I, uh, I also want to give an, uh, one more shout-out to uh, Mac Perry from Agony in the Garden. Not only is he sponsored by WTF Foster Guitars, which are awesome, um, but now he just got sponsored by Cape Whoopi, which is actually <laughs> like a... I don't know, it's like a little Debbie, but better. Oh, yeah. I want to try those. Those <laughs> I know, are really they look good. really good. So They're Whoopie Pies. Follow at Cape Whoopie, C-A-P-W-H-O-O-P-I-E. He's also sponsored by <laughs> Band Brand CA. And so we just want to congratulate him because he's like freaking awesome and he's a great supporter of the show and we support everything he does. <laughs> he's just fabulous. Oh, throat. There you go. My throat. My throat is Your killing throat. me. My throat That's is right. freaking killing me. Yeah, you can go. Come. Yeah, come on. Ron's coming back. Yes. Just walk right in front of the camera, Ron. That's yeah, perfect. There you go. Yeah. That's good. Everybody gets to see him. <laughs> and Matt Perry says, thank you. What's up, everybody? Oh, oh guess Chinzi is back. Oh, hi, honey bunch. <clears throat> I had to go water the lilies. <laughs> we have to keep a little bottle handy. <laughs> no, I was thinking of just getting a big tube and sticking it out the window. No, just got like a Snapple bottle. No. <laughs> right? Do you do that, um, Chad? Do you, have you ever peed in a bottle on a long-distance ride? Of course. Well, I've done it before. I don't do it, but yes, I have done it before. Every man has done it once well, in their life. I, you I know think what? that's great. Because we can. Yeah, Listen. I know you guys are lucky. I, but women, we can't. No, no. <laughs> a friend of mine once, we were, we were young kids in our teens, and she was in the back seat, and she had to pee so bad. She had a beer can, and she kept opening the beer can with the thing, and she was peeing in the beer can. How did she get the aim in there? That's well, hard. She must have, she must have peed it. all over. Anyway... I was laughing. We were all a bunch of guys it's and girls like in the car. not like we have anything Wait, to direct. We're all guys and girls in the car. That wasn't funny. What was funny was when she threw the can out the window and it hit the highway ground, it went clunk. <laughs> Did it splatter all over and piss go flying? It just went clunk. But, you know, nature calls, you got to go. Yeah. I'm on uh, Bobby Moss from Moss Brothers says he's bottled up a couple of times. You've bottled up. Oh, yeah. So all the men no there. No shame in my game. There you go. Uh, okay. Let's take a little vote. All the men. Tell me if you have bottled up while driving. No, better than that, because all the men have. Sharon <laughs> Leah says gross. Let's women, go the other way around. Have you done how about how many women have? All right, I did once. <laughs> did you, and you hit it? And I hit it because it was a wide, it was a wide bottle, uh, wide mouth bottle. So you were able to, you know, cover a little vicinity. Cover some of the territory. Cover some of the Listen, territory. I have an invention. I've always wanted I'm to do. I'm shameless, but you, but you got to. And the driver's side of the car, there should be a tube. That, that is anatomically correct to put a man's genitalia in while he urinates. <laughs> like a catheter. And then, wait a minute. Then the, not a catheter, a big cup. Right. And then the tube goes through a hole in the car and it goes on the way. Uh, so if you're driving... Like an airplane. Like an airplane. and you so go you to the get, bathroom. Oh, we, lost we lost. You have been disconnected from the server. That's terrible. Oh, I'm glad we're disconnected. <laughs> Well, that anywhere? sucks because nobody can see my super cool light blue denim that is so hot this summer. They did, and this shirt, guys, and very soft um, light blue denim is very, very in this summer. And I, I love talk denim. Me too, it's and never, I love this shirt. It's never gone away as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Silks, rayons, know. any sort of soft denim is very, very hot. And also what's very hot this summer too is going to be... Um, 
denim jumpsuits, which I love. The long pants ones and little uh, rompers, which are the little shorts. Uh, those are very in this. No, no, Shazam. Those are in uh, this summer as well, along with high-waisted pants, which I, you oh, know, high-waisted girls like myself are extremely happy because I'm so tired of these right above your pubic hair, you know, little, little uh, uh, waistlines that I can't they stand. They say you look incredible, dude. Thank you. Um, and why don't somebody marry her? <laughs> she looks so. Maybe good. they will when I get my 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 high waisted pants. So everybody should go out there and buy high waisted pants. No, high waisted high waisted pants. They are not if you have a big fat stomach. No, you no, you cannot have a muffin top going over their high waist. No, no, yeah, you but can't. You can drop but, the muffin no, no, top but listen, yes. Yeah, see, now the one thing that's, that's great about high waisted pants is they fit everybody's body because they come up so high. Girls that have a middle, it kind of sucks your middle in. No, girls that are already skinny. I wore high waisted. I love high waisted jeans. Drop your I have them. Inside. That's what I'm saying. You you can it it, mm-hmm. it it sucks it in. It doesn't you don't have muffin top, those low waisted things, you can have muffin. I hate them. I hate low waisted. It's so like two thousand, so like housewives. Like take them, throw them out, donate them, and please go buy high waisted pants, girls, and buy white. And big buttons are well, in as sailor far as pants. The, as far as the fashion goes for men, according to the people that I talk to, and they're not gay, they're straight. Men can wear makeup now. It's accepted. They have a very big fa- makeup line for men for skin tone makeup. Of course, it doesn't look like a woman's makeup. But eyeliner is very in for men because they're wearing beards. So the men pencil in their beards to accentuate the, the shape. And they do the eye makeup. And, and it's a very, really sexy look. I got to tell you, when you see a guy with smoky eyes and that dark beard, without the beard, you look like a drag queen. But I mean, with the beard, you probably look good. Um, but it's okay for men now to wear lipstick also, not ruby red, but pale, you know, pinks and whatever, yellow or blue, whatever color turns you on. So now they're pushing makeup for men and nobody's supposed to laugh at you or notice it because today everybody has a right to do whatever they want. I think it's going to be a long time though before that actually catches on. I bet you when you get to Hollywood, you're going to see them all painted. We'll find out in two weeks. They're all nuts. (laughs) We're going to find out soon. I like the denim stuff better. I'm all about the denim. I used well, to love I, denim. I mean, I don't mind throwing on, you know, stage makeup if you have to go to a nice party. I've done that. I must admit it. If I've gone to a party where it's going to be dark, I've thrown on a little bit of um, a little eyebrow pencil here and there. And, you know, you have to do that when you... But people think you look good on TV. Cindy says guys are wearing uh, <coughs> tinted moisturizer. That's what it is. That's Beards what I... are very popular now in the UK. What is? In the UK, what's popular? Beards. Oh, yeah. Beards are popular here. Every guy and, and their mother has a beard now. And I mean that. Some Italian mothers have a beard. Actually, too, though, like one thing that we noticed at Disney World, not to be like offensive to anybody, but like Americans, we need to eat less because there were so many, I don't mean fat, fat people, I mean grotesquely. No, unhealthy people. Like people, like I would say like we saw hundreds of people that had to be in the four or 500 pound range. Mm. It's true. It was really sad. One man, at, we went to dinner at Vianopoli in the Italian part of, of um, Epcot. Epcot and there was a man seated to the right of me who was on the chair and I swear to you, half of him was on the floor, the other half was on the other side. He barely sat, he covered the chair completely and draped over it <laughs> and his belly was so huge that he was far from the table and he was eating like like, a, like an animal. Like he's eating for the chair. And I thought to myself, he's going to die soon. It's so terrible. I actually, actually, we were going into Epcot, and there was these big, hugely fat people coming out of Epcot. They were like really, 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 I mean, hugely fat. And so I told, I forgot how it went. How did it go? What, what? 
like you told me that was the funniest thing I ever said. Something about like the guy I said, look at that guy over there. And Ron said he ate something. I said it looks like he ate a country or something. He oh, ate no, one no, of the country no, no, in Epcot. No, no. That's what it was. I said, uh, oh my God, look, he just came out of <laughs> Italy and he ate too much Italian food. And Jimmy said, no, he looked like he ate the country. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know how it went, but you know, for Jimmy, that was a big one. <laughs> was you know, because Jimmy has a sense of humor like a brick hitting a concrete floor. But, I love that. Uh, Jim, Jimmy has, Jimmy's wonderful in every way. There's nothing wrong with Jimmy, but a sense of humor doesn't have. And I, sometimes bothers me because, you know, he and I argue about that when I say to him, Jimmy, I'm only kidding you. I'm only teasing you. Well, I don't, I thought I took it personally. Check your ass personally. I'm joking around. What's wrong with you? No sense. That's why I know he can't be Jewish because Jewish people have a wonderful sense of humor. He's got to be a Brit because the Brits are very austere. Uh -uh, you know, the British people in here are yeah, right. no, they the British people are very, they have a sick sense of humor. I love their humor. It's dry humor, but most of, them have a, most of them have poles up their asses. <laughs> Scooby, I mean, Sh Shazam has come to visit. Shazam. A ton of people in there from the UK. Yeah. Well, I know that. Sorry if we offended you. And you, you. know what? I'm not offending them. They're <laughs> going to agree with me. Come on. You, my friend James Jessup. Wonderful friend, sense of humor, forget it. None. I know, he's so cute. I have so many Brits for friends. Are you kidding? I'm not insulting a country. You know, the British are not like the Americans. They have the silly. best music. They have such good music. I the British are very reserved and very, very, you know, well-mannered and very, very elegant people. They don't uh, act silly. Look at this dog. Isn't he fabulous? Mm. You so got to love it. So what else you got? Anything else new for oh, me? Oh, um, well, well, we can skip that. Um, no, no, do it, do it. You got time. There's tons nah. of time. Um, oh, don't be so bitchy. Come no, on. No, I'm not. Uh, what no, was it? no, I was what just going to continue the fashion thing, but whatever. I want to hear more. Um, no, no, I want to so, hear more. No, no. So, I'm into fashion. No. Next. So, oh, boy, um, beg this one. No, so uh, then the latest thing now is every, every everybody doing these little teeny tiny waists, and apparently all the celebrities and everybody's doing it. It's this waist cincher, and I'm not going to give the name because I don't really want people going out and buying it. But um, they're buying all these waist trainers from a certain uh, country, uh, country company, and it's literally making people's waists. I mean. It's disgusting what we look like. I mean, you have Why these little tiny waists and these big hips and these big asses. It's oh, like you, you want to. Yeah, it's like now that's the new thing. Like now you have to have a little tiny waist. So it accentuates the hips and it accentuates your ass. Yeah, but Deirdre, Deirdre, and, do it, right? Deirdre, let me tell you something, Deirdre. In 1955, <laughs> that was the Huta Couture of Vogue. Was the waist cincher? It was called a waist cincher. Yeah, cincher. but that was done in. And they wore at the. Least, they say how unhealthy that is. Yeah, and no, you know, I've but at least it was it was it was elegant women doing it. Now it's associated with a certain class of people, and that's just what upsets me. I think the dog wants to go on the table. No, <laughs> why he when, likes when tables? I, when I when I impersonate Jane Russell, I wear a waist cincher, and it works. It brings my waist in four inches, and it makes my stomach flat. No, I mean, no, I, Shazam, I can't right now. I'd like Stop. to wear one, you know, in my personal life. It's just not on the stage, but in the 1950s, women wore waist cinches, and they made their waist small, and then they wore uh, crinolines under their skirts to make their bodies bigger, so the look was the ballerina, the very tiny waist, broad, and they're trying to, you know, do uh, the 50s again. Yeah, but it's not, they're not doing it. Well, not it, when it's a Kardashian. Know. Yeah, that's you know, just what upsets me. It's like now I, I have, women I have, have to be, you know. I have a know. wonderful interview, Deirdre, that I did with a tranny, <laughs> transsexual. I'm allowed to say tranny because I'm gay, but trannies don't like it when straight say it. But anyway, I'm this transsexual girl who's beautiful. And I said to her, where'd you get that ass from? She said, silicone. I said, oh, like the Kardashians. She said, exactly. <laughs> Why are they shooting uh, stuff in their ass now to get fat? Because that's that's the look, and that's that's. But what... nobody wanted an ass years ago. Women used to say, <laughs> "Oh, my ass is so fat." I know. Well, now 
to have a fat ass is the thing to do. To be, so you should go shoot up with chemicals. So Everybody wants to fat. be like have like a J Lo butt. Yeah, they all want a J Lo butt. Yeah, but J Lo's is real. Who wants a butt yeah. made out of silicone? What if you stand near a stove and your ass melts? <laughs> Would that happen? I don't know. No, I have no idea. It's silicone. <laughs> I don't understand like why people put that sh- stuff in. I don't get it anyway. Like I don't get any of that. I don't know. Me either. I would really enjoy it. Like, yeah. You know, years ago, everybody had natural bodies and, and, and men still got women pregnant. So if you ladies think that you have to have a Barbie doll body to get a man to get you pregnant, you're crazy. That's insane. You know, just be yourself. Everybody's love for who they are inside, outside. It's a whole package. <laughs> you're not going to marry somebody because they have a great ass. And then when she's 50, she's pulling her ass on the sidewalk. You got to put wheels underneath it. Come on. Sharon Leah says she hates her ass. I bet you have a gorgeous ass. I'll let you know next week when we meet she you. She probably has a nice big butt. It's naturally. <laughs> she's, big. So, she's so beautiful. If you have a big ass, you're in. Just get yeah. a waist cincher. No, no way, censors. Me too. I don't think I've that's worn them on stage. They're not comfortable. They're not comfortable, but they do the job. Yeah. Some, you know, one time one of the dresses pulled my strings in the back so tight that when I went out on the stage, I didn't have the air to sing, <laughs> and I didn't, and I couldn't hold notes because I couldn't take a deep breath. So they, I went backstage and they got a scissor and they snipped one of the the strings. And it gave me the uh, air to breathe. So we have, have to, we have to, we have to like <laughs> do a thing for all our like radio stations. But real quick, because we've got four minutes, like, what is your favorite fashion of your lifetime? What's the favorite fashion trend that you have for your lifetime of in fashion? Oh, you two God, think about it. I oh, I know immediately. Okay, you go first. When I lived in Garden <laughs> City, Judge, what year was that? Oh, which which time? Quite when, a few when, in the eighties. When I we mean, lived on Kingston. Uh, Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Um, uh, it's like the mid, I don't know, mid That don't look, know. the big shoulder 80s. pads and the and the, the, the parachute pants, the jabot clothes, yeah. all those beautiful draped men's clothes. Remember those? I love jabot. That's in the yeah. 1986. That's the that's the clothing I love the most. And to date, I will wear baggy clothes. I love draped clothes, especially in a tall guy like me. It looks <laughs> I really loved good. it when guys wore blazers with like shoulder pads in it. Too. Yeah, I had I had that long hair in the back with the shoulder pads. I had pads. all those. Me too. Remember, Didge? Yeah. Okay. What, what did was you your like? favorite? Um. You're too young to have a favorite. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have a fit like of my lifetime. She's too young. Yeah. Um, She's only thirty. I don't know. Yeah, but you have to have something that you've liked. I guess the like 80s? the 80s. I love the 80s. Yeah. Everybody, see, they still love the 80s. Well, the 80s are 80s coming back. The, the 80s are back oh, big I time. Wish. Big, big geometric shapes on your clothing is in. No, that's, boxy that's clothes. Poochie. That's Poochie. That was not 80s. Poochie. No, no, no this, is, this, is, this, is, this is 80s. Geometric, yeah. No. Yeah, but Poochie did, no. Poochie did Poochie that. Poochie didn't do geometric as no. much. He did, that's, he's the first one to do it. I know, but he's. He did that in the 50s. Was the, was the Everybody around. likes the 80s. Yeah. Everybody like. I know, but I'm talking about like jeans. They made jeans for guys. They made everything. No, he that. made dresses. I know. All silk. I love the 80s. I think the 80s were terrific. Chad, yeah. did you like the 80s and did you wear wild, bright clothes in the 80s? Well, I like the 80s because new stuff was coming out. Um, but you look back at the pictures, you're like, oh my God, what a dork. Um, I but I the comfort it. of those clothes. The orange so jeans and the yellow I think, jeans. I think yeah. the change was the neat part of it, yeah. No, in the 19- colors were yep. happy. You would wear yep. colored shoes. Like and in, in the in ni- in ni- I remember. In ni- I don't remember. In 1986, my mother went out and bought designer diapers for me, and you know, because she was changing my diapers in 1986. Oh, you're in younger carriage. than me, really. They like big feathered hair in the chat room oh, too, geez. from Jimmy from the Aquarius View. I liked my hair then. It was black and long and curly. <laughs> it looked good. Lots of so Aquanet. Anyway, 
wrote. Yeah, lots of Aquanet. Yes. I love all that. <laughs> and um, Studio One Gel. Wasn't that called Studio One? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I love Studio that. 54. That's music. That was dance. It was, as a matter of fact, that the three-day weekend though. was like Studio 54. What am I talking about? Mm. That was Shades of 54. All right, you guys. Well, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on W4CY Radio. Listen to us live on Wednesdays from 3 to 5 p.m. with the, the fabulous Mr. Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. We got WROM Radio in Detroit. You can hear us on Planet Radio Network there in New York, L.A., Ontario, and London. WBAD.net in Washington, D.C. Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. K4HD Radio in L.A. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. We want to also thank our TV syndicates, LGBTQ TV, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. We want everybody to check out One Magical Weekend and go to OneMagicalWeekend.com. Also, next week we're going to have Lady Lake Music recording artist David Martinez. Yay! And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're also going to have the star of the, the really cool Netflix movie. Uh, well, I guess it was probably played other places too, but it's called Dirty Girl. And I don't have it all worked out yet, but I'm pretty sure the star of that is coming on the show next oh, week. I like that Should movie. be a lot of fun. So if you guys are not doing anything and you have Netflix, check out the movie Dirty Girl. It's a fabulous movie. It's a really, really great movie. And let us know if you like more talking and less music or more music and less talk. We're curious to know. <laughs> Next week is an ordinary show like we always have. These two shows, last week and today's, was a special show. It was just us, you know, jabbing away, gabbing, gabbing, gabbing. Last week, though, actually, we had Lady Lake Cindy we'd love, and we had Shane call in. So we had yeah, callers. but we didn't have a guest guest like, you know, like we normally right. do. We took live callers. Yeah, That's we, right. just, we just had friends calling in. So let us know if you like the, 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 the yenting, as I call it, yentering. We're going to do all of it anyway, so love you guys. So everybody, thanks so much. Tune in next week, everybody. I hope you have a super, super great weekend. And don't forget, if you're in Philly next week, if you want to see the Sharon Leah band at Chicky and Pete's. 6, 18, 15, 8 o'clock. We're going to be there. See you guys later. Have a great weekend. Bye. See you next week. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. I'm your one wanna be Jimmy Star's new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy Star's. He'll dress you right.